0: Welcome to another episode of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep Tea. And I'm Natalie.
1: Guys, we have five days left until Deep Tea becomes my neighbor. Well, she still is kind of my neighbor right now.
0: Yeah. 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 We're in the same neighborhood. <laughs> But I'm excited. I am so overwhelmed, though, because I packing is a lot and I've accumulated a lot in this apartment. Yeah. And oh, my God. Have you ever heard of Maria Kondo? Of course.
1: I I yes. am like a religious follower of Marie Kondo. Oh, my gosh. And it's Marie Wait, Kondo, you ding dong. Oh, I'm sorry, Marie Kondo.
0: <laughs> I was
1: close. I was close. <laughs> I was like, Maria and Kondo. I,
0: I'm trying to Marie Kondo everything in my apartment right now. If it doesn't give me joy, I'm letting it go. But I legitimately have so many like, like from when I played tennis back in the day, I have like shirts like that are from my tennis team and like that hold a lot of value to me, but I have not touched it or worn it in like a year. And I'm like, do I get rid of it?
1: Okay, so here's what I follow. Um, if I have not worn it in two years... I toss, or if it doesn't fit me anymore, regardless of how recently I recent I bought it, I like will not toss it. I'll donate it.
0: Yeah, but what if it has like sentimental value to you? Because that tennis team was such a big part of my life. I'm like, you know what? I need take a I photo. Of it. Somebody take a photo
1: of it, and <laughs> that's a sentimental value.
0: Should I make a quilt out of them <laughs> 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 and gift it to myself? <laughs>
1: Can you imagine? That was a very, like a quilt yeah. of all your old clothes. That's actually really cute.
0: If that's, I <laughs> like hanging up on the wall. Remember back in the day when you would hang quilts on the wall?
1: <laughs> if that's not a red flag, I don't know what is.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. I, that's hilarious. Okay, maybe I won't do that. But yeah, I'm gonna try to become a mil- minimalist. I'm gonna okay. get rid of everything. That is my goal. I have five days to get this achieved. <laughs> i know but i am excited i'm excited for the new digs
1: i know i'm excited for you to move into um my building well i guess for those of you who didn't listen to our last episode so the update is deep d is moving into my building which is so so exciting um she's gonna be like several floors down from me but um yeah it's gonna be like we have a sleepover every night in separate exactly
0: (laughs) <laughs> what did you say earlier to me? She was like, do you do you like sleepovers? We can like watch movies till two in the morning and then uh, you can sleep over. I'm like, yeah, we'll be in the same building. So I can just go some floors down,
1: but I'm not staying at your apartment. Yeah, no, I actually hate adult sleepovers with girlfriends. Really? Yeah, If if we're not like traveling together and like sharing a hotel room or an no. Airbnb, I don't like mm-hmm. when... I have some girlfriends like this, notably Ayana, who has been vocal about it. And she's also said, like, Natalie hates sleepovers. So I'm not saying anything like, you know, that anything that's going to hurt her feelings. Um, But she loves, like, sleeping over um, at my house because, like, she's like, oh, we have, like, all night together. I personally hate it. Like, I was like, I want to (laughs) sleep in my own bed. I want to, like, just I don't know. I just hate the concept of it. I was like, "Look, I go to bed at 10 p.m. anyways." Like, yeah,
0: I don't know. No, I know exactly. I know what you mean. Sometimes I I enjoy it, but like very rarely because you and I both are in the same boat. Like, I don't like when people are touching me. Like, I Mm -hmm. barely let my sister. I mean, I'll sleep over with my sister, but like when she's like trying to cuddle me or something, or my mom, I'm like, please stop touching me. Yeah, please
1: stop. Even if they're sleeping (laughs) in a different room, I was like, I kind of just want to be alone. yeah <laughs> like we could end the night here but tomorrow morning like i don't want to see you
0: yeah like you can come back over at 9 a.m tomorrow <laughs> yeah
1: yeah but um i'm not a big fan of them but i think a lot of my friends really do like them it's like a way to just i guess spend time together yeah. but yeah. i won't i won't make you like actually stay at my place ever well, if anything i'll be like get out <laughs>
0: I'll be like passed out on the couch and that'll be like, um, you fell asleep. Can you go back to your apartment, please?
1: Yeah, literally. <laughs> but, um, um, I, I don't know how you're going to move. Cause I know you barely packed. I, I just I like, I, I wish you the best of luck. I'll be here if you it's need fine. me. <laughs> you know,
0: one thing about me is when there's like a strict deadline, I work the hardest I've ever worked. If I, if I have like a little bit of like a couple days here and there that I can spare, then I'm like, I'm gonna put I'm a procrastinator. I'm gonna push it. I'm gonna push it till the very end Are you a procrastinator? Until I can't anymore. I'm a thousand percent a procrastinator.
1: Okay, totally. so totally I have been procrastinating lately and I think it's because of you. I think I'm like mirroring that, your working style. Because that is not what typically I will me? like, let's say I have a deadline. And it's like four days till that deadline. I will use those four days like very well. I'd be like, okay, this is what I'm doing this day, the next day, and like the days leading up to it to make sure that I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not working, you know, like I'm not stressed. But all of a sudden, (laughs) the last few weeks, I am procrastinating. And I think it's because I love that you're.
0: Uh, That is like you're projecting that onto (laughs) me. That is so ridiculous of you, but I'm the opposite. If I have a test to study for, I will start like 9 p.m. the the day before.
1: No, I'll start like a week before. But now I'm becoming a huge procrastinator.
0: Well, it's not because of me. Let me tell you, that's because of you. (laughs)
1: Well, I'm really excited about this episode because we have a really, really special guest on, Carousel from Perfect Match. If you guys don't remember her, she got engaged to Joey on the show on Perfect Match Season 1, and she was so bubbly and so fun, so we're really, really, really looking forward to talking to her. Um, But you know her pretty well, Deep D.
0: Yeah, yeah. I met her when I was out in New York, and she was so, so sweet and just like kind of like took me under her wing and like she drove me around. We went out together and yeah, it was a really good time and you can just tell that she is just a good soul.
1: Yeah. I've heard really good things about her. I've never met her, but obviously every Netflix person runs in the same Netflix circle, especially when you do a reality TV show. Um, So Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see like what she has to say about her experience. We're going to love her. I'm excited. I think I'll love her too. Mm -hmm. I really love like the content she puts out there. She has a beautiful singing voice. So. Yes, yeah, and I hope yes. you guys enjoy too. We are so
0: excited to have Carousel Snow on our podcast today. Carousel, welcome to Out of the Pods. Hello, Woo. thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I saw you was in New York, and honestly, you were so, so kind and sweet to me, and you literally like drove me around, showed me such a good time in the New York le- nightlife, like, It was so sweet. So we're really excited to have you today.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like anytime anyone visits Jersey or New York, I'm like, all right, like y'all got to get the full experience. You know what (laughs) I mean? Because I ride or die for the place where I'm from, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Roll out
0: the red carpet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's too funny. We haven't met before, though. Um, But I feel like I know you just because we're like part of the Netflix reality TV show universe. And obviously, I saw you on Perfect Match. So... I'm really excited to talk to you today because there's so much I want to know, and I feel like you have such an amazing personality. So um, I'm I'm just really excited to get to know you, honestly.
2: Thanks. Yeah. No, I, I was so shocked too. I, it was literally today where I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, I've never actually met Natalie before. I'm <laughs> like, but like, I feel like in the Netflix world, you just kind of assume yeah. you know everybody. I love that like unwritten rule. If you are ever at an event and you recognize someone else who's been on reality TV who you have never met, you guys are automatically like, hey, what's up? You know, yeah, know. Like, like long like distance cousins or something. <laughs> long distance cousins.
1: <laughs> I know, cousins. that is so exactly. true. Like if I go to an event and I don't know anyone there, but I see someone from a Netflix reality TV show, immediately I feel like there's a bond. Like, you're just like, I know 100%. you, you know yes. me, we've gone through the same things. Like, it's so, yeah. it's so yes. fun just being Wait, part of that it.
2: actually happened with Danielle on Y'all season. <gasps> oh, yeah. Um, the we were both event. at a softball game. I never met Danielle before. We've always been, like, friends on, like, Instagram. Where we reply to each other's stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, are you doing this? Because, like, I'm doing this too. And, like, I don't think anyone else here is an athlete. If not, <laughs> or I think we're the only ones not an athlete. And she was like, oh, my God, thank God. The second I met her, it was like, literally, we've been, like, best friends forever. Yeah. We were like, Aww. you know, going out, hanging out. I'm hanging with her family, like it, it, it's such a fun little
0: bond. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's so yeah, there's just something about reality TV that just brings people together, <laughs> which is totally. a positive thing about that, you know.
1: <laughs> and here you are on Out of the Pod. So, yeah. Hey, it's yeah. a it's a fun little world, but um can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like where are you from? Where are you currently based? What do you do for a living?
2: Yeah, so I mean I'm from Jersey, like, born and raised, and I move around a lot. I do a lot of, like, short-term rentals because I like to, like, kind of change it up. Very cool. been a weird part of my life where I'm like, let me just, like, kind of
1: figure out my stuff.
2: Yeah, right? So um, I was living in Delaware for a little bit. Um, After Perfect Match, I moved to Oregon. Um, I technically still live in Oregon. It's a long story, but um, I'm going back there after my band's tour. I'm in a cover band. Uh, we tour all over the mid-Atlantic for the summer, and then I'm going back to Oregon and kind of living my life. So, yeah, I've been just kind of hanging out in the Delaware-Jersey area for now while we're on tour, and then I get to go home to the Pacific Northwest, which will be a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, for a living, I work. At, I do my band. That's like a summer thing, and then I work in nightlife and parties. Um, in Portland, I actually... Um, volunteer at a comedy club where I like help out with like the bartending stuff. So that's a lot of fun. And yeah, it's, it's been fun. (laughs) <laughs> I, love that. I remember I saw a TikTok of you
0: like right after Perfect Match came out and you were singing and I remember <gasps> commenting on it and being like, oh my God, I saw too. you have Aww. such a beautiful voice. Nice. I was like, I have to comment. And I rarely comment on on people's things on TikTok, but I was like, I have to. I so, appreciate it. You know, so funny?
2: Yeah. people are always like, why did not you sing on the show? Like, like, no one knew you were a singer. And I'm just yeah. like, you know, I feel like on a dating show, like th- there's like a time and place. Like, it doesn't matter how good you are. If you're singing like on a dating show, I feel like that's kind Of cringe, like you know, like imagine me just like serenading Joey. I could be the best singer in the world, that's weird, you know. Like, no hate to people who sing on TV and you know, go for it, but like time and place, you know. Yeah,
1: (laughs) well, I feel like Sal from our season, season two, with his ukulele, he got a lot of hate for singing for serenading Mal, but also Zach from season four as well. I think people like were making comments about him singing to Irina, who he proposed to. In the pod. Oh, I I feel like it's just not a good mix singing on reality TV shows.
2: I know. And it's so sad because they're such sweet gestures. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and it's cute. It but is. like, yeah, I guess like it, from reality TV standpoint, it like doesn't go over as well. Oh, my God. That breaks my heart. I know. I love Zach. I loved I've never Me met too. him, but I loved watching him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, He was such a sweetie.
0: <laughs> yeah, he is. I've met him a couple of times now and he's definitely a, a sweetheart. But um, oh, OK, yeah. well, you know, most people know you from Perfect Match, but mm-hmm. you were kind of like a reality TV show veteran you were on sexy beast you did did. are you the one along with perfect match can you tell us like how did you get into reality tv like how did it all start
2: yes so um originally it started um after i was in like the music scene and then i just like i felt like i want to try something different just because in music it can be a little like toxic and i just felt like it didn't stand for the things i stand for as far as like Certain, like, how do I word this? I just felt like there was a very toxic evil energy attached to my situation. So I was just trying to move out of that and find some other kind of entertainment. And I just started applying to reality shows. Um, And I was like, oh, I I guess this works for me. (laughs) And Sexy Beast was actually funny. It was during the pandemic. um, I was pursuing comedy, actually, like stand-up. And so I was on a casting site um as a comedian, like looking for like skits to join or like, you know, just like any kind of gig I could get. And um whether it was virtual or what. And then I saw um Sexy Beast casting. We didn't know the name. We knew nothing about it. Um all it was pitched as or like was like said was a comedic twist to blind dating. So Stop. I was like boom like two things that like I do very well is like comedy and dating. <laughs> so I was like I immediately applied and um it was like a bit of a process, whatever. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, like come to London and we're in the middle of a pandemic. So I'm like, is this like oh. a scam? Cause I've never heard of the show. I don't know what the actual show is like, yeah. I didn't even know what network it was. Um, I kind of had a feeling cause they said it was like a major like streaming platform. So I was like, oh no. Um, so I was like, <laughs> is, it, is it legit? You know? So I was like, yeah, whatever YOLO. So luckily it was all good. Um, I went to London, quarantined for two weeks, filmed Sexy Beast for about three or four days. And then went home and it came out like a year later.
0: <laughs> wow. Wait, so did you had no idea the concept of the show when you arrived? I had
2: no idea. They would not tell me anything. I asked so many questions. I was like, okay, so like a comedic twist of blind dating, like am I behind? What is like love is blind? Like yeah. what? Like what's like the vibe? And then they were just like, oh yeah, um, you'll see when you get there. By the way, are you allergic to latex? And I was like, ah, yo, this shit sounds weird. I was up. like, what the hell am I on? Yeah, like, I was like, oh my God. Like, this sounds a little crazy. So yeah, I knew nothing about. And then when I get out of quarantine, I'm hyped. Like they're like, send us some pictures of some outfits you have. I'm sending them pictures there. And like, you know, me, like I'm like, I'm gonna be on the show. Like I have like the sluttiest things I can find. (laughs) I'm like showing it off. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like, do you have things like a bit more covered up? I was like, why you know and I'm like okay I mean it's November October in London like it's cold I get it whatever (laughs) um but they were like no 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 no. like you need to be covered up because of like a painting reason I was like paint Paint. they were like yeah I was like um okay like I thought maybe it was one of the dates whatever (laughs) and then I get there and I'm in like a full turtleneck dress like okay like let's get weird you know and um, going into hair and makeup. And then the one makeup artist is like, okay, so here's what you're going to be. And like holds up a huge panda head. And I was like,
1: oh my gosh,
2: what?
0: I would <laughs> lose my shit. I would lose my shit. I'd be like, wait, what?
2: I was like, wait, a panda? He was like, yeah. I was like, okay. And like, I didn't know. You know how it is. They like never tell you anything. So yeah. The reaction. And so like, I didn't know if I was the only one in prosthetics. I didn't know what anybody else looked like. I got like, I saw the panda. I was like, oh my God, this could be so terrible. But then I saw some of the other prosthetic makeup like masks and I was like, oh wow, they actually did me pretty well because the panda was like kind of cute. Like when I was watching Sexy Beast, there was like a decaying zombie. There was like, like so many things that were just like, but it, it's so incredible because the makeup artists were so talented. Oh, like, yeah. they were so good. Oh, yeah. It it was so much more than just putting on a mask. Yeah. We you know? saw the like, show, they, and
1: I was like, wow, this is, like, leg- the way that they cover people up. I was like, this is actually legit. It's not, like, some costume stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was so incredible because, like, I'm watching. I'm very expressive, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> and, like, I literally, like, you can, like, see my face moving with the mask. Like, Yeah. They, Put it on so perfectly, and they did that every day for three hours, which That's was incredible. Three wow. hours, yeah, so wild. I had two hours to take it off. They had to take like acetone to like take the glue off your face. My skin hated me for like a oh, month after that. Oh my gosh! I'm
1: sure. How did you get from Sexy Beast to Perfect Match? Like, how did you start casting for that?
2: Um. So after Sexy Beast, it um sex abuse came out July 21st of 2021, I believe. And it was like a few months after it wasn't that long after I remember. And, um, someone called me and was like, Hey, like we have like this new like show idea. We think you'd be like a great fit for if you're interested. They were like, are you single? And I was like, obviously <laughs> they're like, okay, well, like, would you be interested? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, and I didn't think anything of it because like, and I was like, okay, like, don't get too excited. Like, you know, like you know, trying to like humble myself, like, okay, girly, like you were on like the small show where you were a panda bear, like, you know, like don't don't get your hopes a up. A cute baby. panda bear. Yeah, cute panda bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, you know. And yeah. um, yeah. And so then, you know, like they would check in like here and there, like, um, you know, just kind of like telling me about like the casting process and all that stuff. So, you know, I I did all my stuff and then sure enough, you know, they're like, Hey, like you're going to Panama. I was like, yeah. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Joey was your perfect match. But can you tell us before we get into, you know, the time with him on the show, like, can you tell us a little bit about the history with Joey before you got on the show?
2: Yeah, so it was in the beginning of 2020 when we first met. Um, It was like, I think like the first few episodes of The Circle had already come out. It was before it was like even like big or anything, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, he didn't really have that many followers or nothing. And I um, had just like DM'd him. And something like, oh, love seeing like, you know, East Coast folks like represent, love, good luck, you know, just like being like nice. Supportive, so you whatever. slid into the DMs. <laughs> uh, I did, yeah. And, um, but you know what? I, I always shoot my shot, yeah, whatever. Love it's 2023. That. Girl, girls can slide into DMs too. <laughs> I love and, that. Um, Absolutely. So, and I, um, he immediately, like, literally, like, instantly responds back and he goes, You single? What's your number? <laughs> and, um, I was like, it's so funny. Like uh not that long ago, or like right after perfect match, we like scrolled up to like look at our old conversations. It's oh. so funny. And um I gave him my number or whatever, and like we immediately were just like flirting. We were like FaceTiming all the time. Um, at like I think it was like the circle finale party or something. We like literally FaceTimed for like hours before he went out. He was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna skip this party, I wanna talk to you. Oh and I was my like, gosh. no, 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 like go to your party dude. Like, what That's are you doing? Cute. You know? Yeah. And um, I'm and like he um I s- I met like Shubi on FaceTime Oh, and, like, I uh, love I yeah. and uh, Shoes. Or, uh, Shubi and um yeah. it was um just like it was so funny because like right after that we were kind of talking about like okay like this is like fun, whatever. Like, you know, we didn't think anything of it. He lives in LA. I live in I was living in New York at the time. And then my job had been like, hey, like, you know, would you want to go to LA for literally like 24 hours? Like we need like an extra couple people. And I was like, yeah. So I immediately called Joey. I was like, you're nervous. Guess what? Like, I'm going to LA. He goes, okay, I'm canceling all my plans. Come over after. We're going to go out and we're going to hang out. We're going to meet in person. I was like, okay, bet. So then I fly to LA. I do my thing at work. And, you know, I'm pre-gaming a little bit because I'm so nervous. And then I literally uh, Uber over to his house And then immediately we just start making out like there was like no room for introduction. We're just going at it. Mm -hmm. And um, then we go out and, you know, I I meet like all of his friends and um, he takes me to the place he like worked at. And like I'm meeting everybody. He's meeting my friends because I met up with some of my friends in L.A. too. And we're literally just out like all night, like till like five or six in the morning. And, um, my flight is in like two hours. So I'm just like, all <laughs> right, like peace, dude. And he was like, no, 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 Like you can't leave. You're not leaving. Like spend the weekend with me. And like my dumbass, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I literally like canceled my jobs for the weekend. I stayed with him for like three, two or three days, like a complete stranger. And, um, yeah, I spent the weekend with him. And then I went home and it like fizzled out. And then ever since then, it was a lot of like him being like, Oh, hey, like, how's it going? You know, and then me being like, hey, how's it going? And then Mm -hmm. um, closer to Sexy Beast, when that was like coming out, there was some rekindling there. I stayed at his house um, while I was in LA. And like, we were like, kind of like talking again. And it lasted like pretty long that time. Um, And then it eventually again, like, just like, you know, fizzled out, just like different expectations and different Um, just like different wants, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then perfect match. We all know what happened there. Yeah. So
1: did producers know when you were going through the casting process for for perfect match, did producers know that you and Joey had some history together?
2: Um, I don't think they did beforehand, but when we like gave like our introductions and stuff and they asked like, oh, have you ever like hooked up with anyone from Netflix? I was like, oh yeah. Like I, you know, have some history with like Joey and like. All that kind of stuff. And there was actually a story where like me and Calvin were like flirting, which is like so <laughs> funny. Cause like now he's like my best yeah. friend. Like I do not look at him like that. Yeah. But like back in the like when I first met him, he and I were like, Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, like now we're boys, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Now he's one of the Weird, girls. I am
2: just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, 100. percent Like he's he's literally family. Like he comes to all my family parties, like my family all like adores him. Like that that is my family for life. Yeah. Well, I <laughs>
1: I was just thinking about it. So Deep D and I were actually part of the casting process for Perfect Match season one. I mean, we both had declined it at the time just because we had just come out of filming Love is Blind um, season two. I was in a relationship and Deep D, I think you were just like, I'm not doing a show that I haven't seen before <laughs> type of thing. I mean, but of I, always, I yeah. always think like even talking to you, I was like, oh my gosh, we could have all been on a show together at one point so it's kind of crazy how like there's different yeah, it's, it's paths in life so crazy yeah
2: yeah a hundred percent
1: yeah but you know it absolutely is immediately on perfect match you m- match up with joey did you know he was gonna be on the show and was that kind of your plan to like match up with him
2: so for me, whenever I knew Joey, like, for as long as I knew Joey, yeah. he was always like, I would never do a dating show. Like, always. Interesting. So actually, when I was, like, in the casting process, I was like, ooh, Joey's going to be so jealous. Like, <laughs> that you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so, like, when he was on it, I was like, yeah. oh, shit, you know? And, <laughs> and knowing myself, like, I was such a weak person for Joey that I'm like, ah, oh, if he's here, I can't be with no one else, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah (laughs) yeah
0: I think there was like this is like annoying feedback but I think a lot of people were like oh my gosh like you and Joey were just kind of faking it on the show and then he proposed to you though but like what was your stance on that like how did you feel about people saying that and I'm sure it was hard yeah I mean
2: like Again, like we kind of talked about, how like there's haters who will literally say things that's like not true. Like I remember I mm-hmm. told you guys, like people literally told me I faked having a twin sister. Like <laughs> yeah. that, like I, I have a twin sister. You know what yeah. I mean? Prove like, it. So it's like I for just people, it. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like for people to give an opinion, like I try to like kind of like take myself out of it, yeah. like being like, oh, like you know, I'll even meet strangers. They're like, oh, do you think Joey ever really loved you? And I'm like, um, ow, <sighs> yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, I I know what my life was like with Joey and so I feel like I have an accurate representation of what I believe so you know if people want to like kind of like say whatever yeah it's like a little hurtful because like obviously it sucks for like people to like give their opinion on you and your ex especially like when it was like still kind of like so soon but I try to take myself out of it because like I was there they weren't like I know my relationship with Joey they don't yeah
1: and I honestly think a lot of the feedback came from how all of the couples from perfect match didn't work out and I think that you're kind of lumped into I think you and Joey were so much more serious considering the history you guys have so I think you're just lumped into everyone being like oh the couples didn't work out it was you know, it wasn't all real. <laughs> I mean, we felt that with our season too, when we had the two oh, couples yeah. who got married on our season, they divorced a year later and people were like, Oh my God, it was fake. Like what a fail of a season. And I'm like, no, it's just life. And.
2: Yeah. you A hundred percent. And I, I think it's so funny. They're like, damn, like, what did I watch this for? Like, I'm so disappointed. I'm like, you're disappointed. I'm yeah. disappointed. I yeah. want that shit to work out. What do you mean? Exactly. <laughs> it's almost it's like, as it's if about like, me. it's not about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And it's like, everyone has such an opinion when it's like, I wish my feelings weren't real and this was all fake. Like that would be <laughs> like, so much easier, yeah. but you know, that's not the case. But uh, yeah. you know, that's another question is, you know, since you did have this history with Joey What made you say yes to his proposal on the show? Because you kind of, both of you kind of had a trajectory of it, you know, not working out. What made you say Mm -hmm. yes to him?
2: I think because like, one, we got so much closer on the show. Like when you have no distractions, like, Mm -hmm. and especially too, like this was such a new experience for both of us. Like we only really had each other. So it was like, you know, like there's so much of like, an emotional bond there that's, like, beyond anything I'll ever have with anybody else. Yeah. You know, like, that's just what it is. And I think that's one of the reasons why this whole process without him has been so hard was because, like, that was, like, my, like, safe space. That was, like, my home base. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I-, I think towards the end of the show, like, after, like, this, like, crazy, like, out-of-body experience almost like we had together, I was, like, in my head, I was 100% like, there's no world where he and I don't work out after this. You know, mm-hmm. like, I was 100% sent like set like okay like like everything happens for a reason like the timing was never right we were both all over the place now everything's right this is exactly how it's supposed to go like were meant to be with each other, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, even before a perfect match, like, you know, like the day I met Joey, he's like, I'm going to marry you one day, you know? So it's wow. like, it's not like I never didn't think about marrying Joey. Every time we dated, yeah. he was always like, I'm going to marry you, you know? Yeah. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so after your engagement with Joey on the show, what happened when the cameras turned off? Like, how was your rela- engagement was like-, like with him post-show?
2: I think it was like a lot of just like expectations on like different sides. Like he had expectations, I had expectations. And like, I just think that like when you're in a world where like you don't have to really worry about anything yeah. and then all of a sudden everything floods in with things like that are valid things to like worry about on like both sides. Like, I just think it ultimately like it wasn't working. And I think we we're both like, Hey, before we absolutely hate each other, like let's just like, let's just cut everything and just like, support each other from afar at the very least, yeah. you know? Because one thing I will say about me and Joey is we have been very, very good at, like, keeping our cool, um, which I can really appreciate and respect. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, I still support him, and he still supports me from afar, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I like yeah. when people meet me in person and they want, like, it, sometimes they'll be like, oh, like, you know, if they're like, screw your ex. I'm like, no, 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 no he's a great guy, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not screw my ex. <laughs> it's, it's, it didn't work out, but, you know, it, it was a lesson for both of us, and... We were just taking it from there yeah, yeah.
0: And, and it is hard because you guys were are living on opposite ends of the country so it's like yeah. that's like another added layer too and I do have to say that when I saw Joey at the live reunion for the Love is Blind live reunion he did have so many positive things to say about you and yeah. so I think you both are in the same boat of like just uplifting each other from from afar
2: yeah um, we, we call ourselves divorced parents <laughs> because like that's literally like the relationship we have like like these events like we're both when we're both somewhere like it, it's mm-hmm. fine no one feels uncomfortable yeah. we like meet everybody we like talk to like all of our fellow castmates and like you know like no one's uncomfortable but like mm-hmm. I'm not going on my way to be like hey like how's your life going you know what yeah. I mean like, yeah. it's, like it's like that boundary Different energy. there but like I still support you and you know I still appreciate like the time we have yeah. together because like I said like I, we were together from start to finish on perfect match and like that's mm-hmm. such a big adjustment mm-hmm. and like you know like that was he, he sucked in my he's such a big part of my life. He always will be, you know? So it's like, I don't want to hate somebody like that. You know, I feel like there are obviously moments it's easy to because you disagree with somebody. But, you know, like at the end of the day, like I I am thankful for him. I'm thankful I had him there. And I try to just hone in on that and not think about the rest of the chaos that happened in the midst of everything.
0: Yeah, we always say, you know, you always need that one person to get through that chapter of your life.
2: You know? Yeah, hundred percent. You know, I learned a lot. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm so different than who I was when I was on Perfect Match. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I, I changed so much in a year. And you know, I think that, you know, my journey with Joey was a big part in that. So like if I love who I am now, I can't ever like regret or like hate somebody that helped me get to where I am. So, you know, I'm I'm grateful for the experience I had with him. But like I also knew it was time to, you know, call it quits, and so did he. Yeah. yeah
0: no one to leave the relationship right yeah
2: yeah 100 yeah. percent. yeah like cause yeah. like i would i would hate to go through this whole perfect match experience and like us like bashing each other like hating each other like that like that just doesn't that would be terrible for me personally yeah. like i i would hate that and i think he would too so i'm very happy we're on the same page with yeah that
1: i mean i went through that with my ex um from love is blind like we had a very like tumultuous post-show relationship that like played out in social media like after the show premiered and it causes you just so much stress. And at the end of the day, you think like, what was the point? Like, what was the point? Like who, Mm -hmm. where was the benefit of saying, you know, saying like all these negative things Mm -hmm. about each other? I think. um, Yeah. And
2: I, yeah. And like, I love you and I love Shane, you know, I love both of you. And I think you're both great people. And, and it sucks to see two people who are so great, you know, when you just, you want the best for everybody, you know, Mm -hmm because like yeah it, it's it's just a shame
1: yeah yeah and it it's it's tough because you people are taking whatever's happening for public entertainment like you know almost like an extension of the show and and so i kind of finally came to that realization like it's really just like what's the point it's not serving me in any way like privately or like my own soul so I like commend you and Joey for having, you know, a cordial relationship and the way that you just saw that relationship. I feel like Deepti and I are just getting there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I try to think back, like, okay, do I think Joey is a terrible person? I'm like, no, I don't, you know? So I'm like, let me try Like at the end of the day, like I didn't have to marry him to marry him. Like I'm tied to him for life or until people just stop giving a damn, you know? So like, you know, I, I just feel like I'm just like, okay, like, I think he's a good person and you know we have our differences and i just have to kind of like leave it at that because like there was so much like love with him through a lot of my life so i just try to make the best of the situation i was given and keep a tough face when you know the haters come at me so
0: (laughs) (laughs) on your time at perfect match did were you like interested in anyone else besides joey
2: um, there was definitely like so I wasn't really too sure if I wanted to necessarily match up with Joey like night one or if I really wanted to go down with that. I mean, like I always knew, but like I entertained like another idea. Yeah, I um, remember. Tell us who? Yeah, hundred percent. And um, so the night one, I actually was interested in Dom at first. <gasps> wow. like, me and Joey like got to talking. Yeah, yeah like because like you know like I love like emo boys. I love emotional boys. So like, you know, and I just, I was like really dope and like, he was like the first person I actually talked to. So immediately I was like, oh wow, like I could really like see myself like getting along with this guy. Like he seems like really dope. And then, Joey just, like, steals me away, and then that was... <laughs> he's like, That's and now Dom is one of my really good friends, too. So it's so funny oh looking God. back at that. Careful, I did
0: Dom's podcast recently, and it was so easy to talk to him. It was supposed to be, like, an hour long, and we ended up being there for so much longer. And it's, like, it was oh. so, so, so fun. Like, he's such a yeah. good guy. He
2: He's very, very sweet. I, I'm very oh. big on, like, energy and, like, knowing yes. people's energy. And then when I first me met him, I was like, oh, my God, like, I really love this guy's energy you know and I just I think he's such a sweetheart and I wish he and I like hung out more on the show because it would have been nice to have a friend who was dealing with what I was dealing with which was at the very start of the show to the end basically Mm -hmm. no one really knew anything about us because our shows hadn't come out yet, you know, oh, or his so didn't come out. I was a panda bear, you know, <laughs> so like no one really knew like anything about that. So, you know, looking so back, I'm like, damn, me and Dom could have had like such an alliance. Like we could have mm-hmm. like, you know, really had each other's backs, but I'm very fortunate that like I consider him a really, really good friend now and yeah. I'm very happy
1: um, about that. <laughs> yeah. Do you think perfect match can be a serious dating reality TV show? Cause you talked about like alliances and like, that's a thought I had watching the show. It's so much more strategic than other dating shows on Netflix, which the only thing I could really think of is like love is blind and too Hot to handle right now. But I feel like there's some people who go in with a strategy type of thing. Is that, I guess, is that what you need to be like for you to kind of like succeed on perfect match? So I'm a
2: hopeless romantic and I would say, follow your heart. And like, I know (laughs) that's so corny. I mean, I've been on quite a few dating shows, like let's call it what it is. (laughs) Um, and you know, I think my first dating show I did go more the strategy route and I'm just like, okay, what did I get out of it? You know? Mm -hmm. And it was just like, you know, not really much of a anything at that point, you know? And you know, a perfect match, like all heart. Like I was just kind of like, you know, really in my feels really emotional. And, um, You know, I just think any time in life, like, that's just, like, my thing. Like, yeah, maybe you'll get hurt a little more. Like, you know, maybe it's not always, like, the smartest thing to do. But I think you benefit so much more when you take experiences for, like, everything they are and everything they have to offer. Because, like, at the end of the day, if you have a strategy and it doesn't work out, like, what did you really benefit, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, at least if I tried it with Joey and he was like, okay, you know what? Like, I don't want this. And, like, I was out, like, night two or something. Like, you know, at least, like, I went into it, like you know, going after someone like I've just always had like a thing for and then, you know, I would have known. So I'm always saying go all heart strategy. Strategy is like a good idea in theory, but like, I don't think long term, it really works out the way you would think. Yeah, because I I
1: feel like Nick and Savannah, I love them both. But I feel like they were very strategic on the show. And it kind of like plays where everyone's kind of trying to figure out who to match up with who. Yeah. And it I feel like it just kind of never works unless you're, you know, unless the person that you're trying to strategize with is like really into it as well. So
2: well it's yeah, interesting. i also feel like I someone said something that I think is so true. I feel like we when you go to your next show, you almost treat it like your first show. Mm. You know, like they were both on the circle where it's like you have to be strategic. Oh, like right. There's yeah, like, like it's true all strategy. So, so you know, like, if you're not used to anything else, that's just how you're going to be. You Mm -hmm. know, like, my first show was Are You The One? It's all about finding your perfect person. Like, so it's all about, like, you know, like, mixing things up, being in, like, other people's businesses. Like, that's how I was, you know? And um, so, like... Yeah, so I think that um, that was so interesting watching it back. I was like, oh wow, like they were both on the circle. Like, of course they're both going to be strategic, you know? Yeah.
0: And at the end of the day, it's interesting because with Perfect Match, it's it is a competition show, but it's about like winning with your partner and finding love. And so, like at some point, you are strategic because you're like, okay, well maybe like there's other people coming in that could be my match. And that's really the ultimate goal. But like, mm-hmm. if you think about the prize at the end, it's like, you're going on a vacation with somebody that you think is your perfect match. Like, it's not yeah. really like, okay, like here's like a giant sum of money. So like, I feel like the intentions behind perfect match can be pure. And, you know, I'm a hopeless romantic too. So I'm like, oh, I just I'm like, too. hope something good can come from it, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. And like, at the end of the day, I think it is so much more lighthearted You know, like, Love is Blind is obviously, like, way more serious and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, like, you're sacrificing so much more. Like, what I liked about Perfect Match is I was, like, okay, like, this is just, like, fun, it's light, like, it's Mm -hmm. sexy, like, you know, like, so I, I feel like, you know, there was a lot less pressure. Then, you know, maybe like another like dating show. So, uh, you know, I I think that was like kind of like a cool aspect of it was and it was just like, Mm -hmm. you know, like everyone was like, I thought they did really well in casting for season one. Like it was Mm -hmm. just like, like everyone was fun. Like, like to this day, like I think every single person on that cast was like incredible, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's just like just overall, I felt like it was like, just like a good vibe. In in my experience.
1: Good. Well, I I love that you and the cast are so close and you, it seems like all of you guys, like most of you guys all hang out, um, going back to perfect match and being on that show, like anything that happened during filming that didn't make the show, whether it involved you or you were surprised, you know, like something didn't actually play on TV.
2: Um, I guess like a lot of like smaller moments, just like so many, I feel like just so many moments with me and Joey, like, so many fights didn't make it. So many makeups didn't make it. You know what I yeah. mean? But like, just like <laughs> that's me and Joey. Like, like how much of that do you want to see? Like, it's just a cycle going round and round. Y'all already know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's too
2: funny. Really? I love that. There's something called the post show blues that I call it, which is when you're you're literally like on this high and like you know your body's kind of in survival mode because like you know you're having like a really great experience, but like your mind is like, is this trauma? I don't know. So you mm-hmm. know, like it, like because it it doesn't understand. And so you come back home. So it's like, you just have this crazy experience. Like you don't have to think about anything. You're stripped away from your family. This is your entire world. Yeah. It's these people. And you're just stripped away from all of them. You were expected to just go back to regular life. And also I was a bartender. I wasn't one of these influencers like going home. You know what I mean? Like I, like, um, I was expected to bartend, you know? So it was mm-hmm. like, it was, and like, I don't know if anyone's ever worked service, but like it, it's a very demanding job and it's very uh-huh. hard. And especially if you take time off of it, it it can it's hard to get your pace back so it was just like a lot of like you know I felt like a lot of difficulties and um you know I felt like for me personally like I like hit like a low it's like you're on this big high and then you like hit a low and like I expect it you know I I feel very fortunate that I feel like I'm mentally strong enough yeah to deal with that um and I know how to healthily you know go with it um but um yeah like it it was I, I think when you leave that high and then you're in that low, I think it can be, you know, very difficult, one, in your relationship, and yeah. two, it's just, it, it's just like a hard thing in general, you know, and, and you can't even talk about it. Yeah,
1: no, <laughs> really. we went through that, that was too, a really I hard like.
2: thing.
0: Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. My mom looked at me and she was like, she's like, deep to you, you look like a shell of a person. Like, there's no life to you. And I'm usually like a very bubbly, outgoing kind yeah, of you girl. Are. And my mom's like, something's like off. She's like, go off to LA, like leave this
1: space, <laughs> like mm-hmm. just go do something. Yeah. But yeah, I totally relate to that. Same. Too. My dad was like, you lost your mojo. <laughs> and to be honest, yeah. I haven't really gotten it back where I used to also be like a really outgoing person. And I feel like, when the cameras are off and then you just start thinking about like what you went through. And sometimes you just, I don't know, it just changes you in a weird way, but um, mm-hmm. it does.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: yeah so um, are, is there anyone, I know you mentioned that you are, you still talk to people from the perfect match cast. Who are you closest to on the cast? Um. So me and Francesca are
2: still really close. Me and Dom are still really close um, me and shane are still close like i said i love you both separately so <laughs> I'm okay. i don't have
1: hey, I, don't like, like, I don't have you know, people to take sides so no worries
2: <laughs> 100 uh, perfect and um who else i would say um bartice uh he, i'm still i love Bartice. um yeah. i always say i never dated Bartice, so i can love him like you know because he's never traumatized me but um <laughs> I, I i have to give him so much credit because i feel like being a dad really, really turned his life around, yeah. you know? Like, I feel like he really stepped up and he is, like, doing great. And, like, I just, I, I adore him. I think he just needed to grow up and I think he's finally mm-hmm. there, yeah. which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and are, yeah, I feel like, yeah, there's definitely, um, yeah. Yeah, I would say those are the people I talk to, like, more regularly i guess probably dom and francesca the most mm-hmm. um they're just two people i really love which is so funny because like uh uh obviously what happened on the show but like yeah, you know time do. changes and uh when the show came out um it was when uh am i allowed to say spoilers i think it's been some time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was the four episodes after francesca and dom like you know like separate or whatever and like people are like wow what the hell Blah 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 and the Four of us were all at Disneyland together. Me, Dom, (laughs) Francesca, and her boyfriend. So I was like, guys, it ain't that deep anymore. (laughs) You're like, time has passed. We're good. We're healed. (laughs) I know. I'll always be like, yeah, Dom and Francesca are probably two of, like, you know, my best friends from the show. And Calvin, obviously. But Calvin has always been, like, my homie. Like, I don't even associate him with Perfect Match because I met him before Perfect Match. And he's, like, my best, best friend in the whole entire planet. So I'm just like... He's not just like my cast friend; like he is my family. You know, I I forget we were even both on. Yeah, yeah, I I love him so
1: much. I think people forget that (laughs) you know when you're on a Netflix show, it takes so long for them to release it. um, Because Perfect Match came out a year after you guys finished filming, so obviously a lot can happen in the year. Same with our season, like. It took, I think, eight or nine months from when filming ended to when it actually came out. And, like, so much happens in those nine months and so much, like, healing happens that, like, of course, like, new friendships are going to prop up that, like, doesn't make sense if you just watch the show. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah hundred percent. Yeah. Like I was saying before too, like even like in the show, like me and Dom weren't very close. And then we became very close, like after the show, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And what's so funny too, is the same thing with like Mitch and Damien. Like I see Damien all the time still. He's someone else I still talk to oh, a yeah, lot. Oh yeah, there's some and, dating um, rumors with you too. <laughs> oh yeah. That was a whole other thing. But yeah, Mitch too. I never talked to Mitch on the show. I didn't even like Mitch that much. Now I love the kid to death. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, I like, you know, um, but yeah, yeah Damien and I are very close. That is definitely cool. I've heard. I love that.
1: Okay, should we play a game, Nat? Yeah, so we have a new segment called Is It a Red Flag? So we received so many DMs on our Instagram page out of the pods about weird potential red flag situations, and we just wanted your input on them. So one of our listeners messaged us saying that she has been dating a guy who says he doesn't have social media. However, she found his Facebook after doing some creeping. Side note, I feel like every time you're dating a guy, you become like an FBI agent. Like, I feel like after... Give me 20 minutes and his... Company and his first name, and I will find everything about him. But anyways.
2: Oh yeah. I I just found a girl recently. Uh I didn't have a name. I had no information about her and I found her. I had (laughs) it, I had a gut feeling. I found her.
1: (laughs) But anyways, I digress. Um, she said she saw he posted a new Facebook profile picture three months ago, but besides that, hadn't posted on Facebook for a year. But she feels like he lied to her about not having social media, but her friends say Facebook doesn't really count when you're in your 20s and he's not very active on it anyways. What's your thoughts?
2: I would say it's a red flag. Right? I just give the benefit of the doubt. Now I feel like whenever you have like an inkling, like, ooh, maybe that's weird. I feel like it's like right. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like she wouldn't have done her digging in the first place if she didn't think something was off somewhere else. I yeah. agree. So I would say it's probably a red flag. Yes, yeah, it, it sounds like maybe maybe there's some some stuff there. I would bet he has an Instagram too, and he's that's lying. That's what yeah. I was
1: thinking. I bet it's like really hard to find. Like he doesn't use his like real name or something, or not uses his real name, but it's like with a, a it's a just like a handle that's not associated with his name. That's mm. yeah. Name. My
2: favorite trick for this is you type in their phone number on Cash App, see what their Cash App username is, and then, like, type it in and, like, see if it's, like, on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok. (laughs) Stop. That is so genius. Wait, I love that. Yeah, right? That's a level of creep I needed in my life. (laughs) 100%. I'm such a Cash App queen when it comes to, like, finding people. Like, it is such a great tool. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. That's so funny. I also agree with you. I think it's a red flag. If he had an old Facebook that was from like his high school days and he just like never used it then i'd be like it's not right we like i used to have i have a oh, yeah, I don't I use facebook. To, yeah i used to have a facebook that i deleted um prior to the show coming out that i hadn't used since i was like 14 but i was it just
0: mm-hmm.
1: like i would consider it not really 14 part. natalie's a red flag no but you know what i'm saying like if you have like an old account like you don't use like then but know. the fact you oh, posted a profile photo three months ago i feel like that's a red flag yeah, yeah like, that, that is name?
2: like kind of recent that's like i'm like i'm on twitter but like i don't use twitter yeah. but like if someone yeah. were like oh are you on twitter i'd be like i mean yeah but like i'm never on it like i feel like you would just be like oh yeah i mean i have facebook but, like i don't use it yeah, yeah exactly. you know what I mean? like yeah. yeah.
0: To negate it completely
1: is a red flag. Yeah, or I just say, I'm yeah, not active exactly. on social media. I feel like instead yeah. of saying, I don't have social media.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's weird. The mouth ain't mouth then.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, leave him, please. Yeah. <laughs> to whoever. Yeah. I would say that's a red flag. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> that's a red yeah. flag. Okay, wait. Okay, so I have another one. So one of our listeners, she's been dating this guy for about three months now, and things are going really well. They have really good chemistry. They have a lot of fun together. But apparently he only takes her out on night dates. So every time she asks him to go out to like brunch or like out with her friends during the weekend, he always has an excuse and he's like, no, I can't make it. And so the dates have strictly just been weekdays and mostly only at night because he's working during the day. Do you think that that's a red flag? Weird. And it's been three months, you know, that's kind of a long time.
2: Are they like serious or are they just like talking?
0: I don't I don't know. I mean, it, they've been dating for 3 months exclusively. So
2: Damn. Okay, maybe? Maybe he's someone who like values his weekends or like maybe there's something else he's doing on the weekends or like yeah. maybe Okay, hear me out. I mm-hmm. feel like brunch or like a Saturday night out is way more intimate than like going out on like a Monday, you know. Yeah. So like maybe it's a commitment thing
0: could be to be honest you're so right like whenever you're like first dating on like dating apps whatever you find somebody it's always weekday nights you know what I yeah. mean you never want to yeah. like sacrifice your weekends with your friends
2: or your mm-hmm. family whatever it is for like yeah. a new fling you know what I mean 100% I will never do a first date on a weekend yeah. no. ever I'm like I, you did not earn that yeah absolutely not right. you know so like it could be, like, him still keeping himself, like, separate from her.
0: Yeah. So, wait, you, we don't think that this is a red flag. We just think maybe he's, like, kind of taking his time. Maybe it's I a beige I think needs flag. to ask more
2: questions. I think, <laughs> no. I think that it is a yellow flag. Yellow. You know, like, it's about to turn red. But, yeah. like, you know, I, I think there needs to be more questions. I think she needs to be, like, more upfront. Like, I think she needs to be like, hey, bro, like, three <laughs> months, like, we got to go to brunch or something or I'm out. You yeah, know? right.
0: We're approaching fourth month here and something's got escalated.
2: That's I like need a, a big Friday. deal. Oh my God. This one time I was dating this guy. Yeah. Like this was like maybe like four or five years ago now. Um, But I was dating this guy and we had been exclusively dating for four months, almost four months. It was three months, almost four months. And I do the, what are we question? Oof, I'm sleeping oof. at your house. I have a toothbrush there. My clothes are in your house. He's yeah. saying, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for a relationship bro you're what? in one you're in one Dude, i'm watching your dog when you go on vacation what do you mean like so like that's where i'm like okay maybe that is a red flag because it's like three months like yeah. that's like, like she's gonna start moving you know yeah,
0: three months is a long time yeah it's a long time honestly yeah.
2: and like i date women too and in lesbian years like three months <laughs> like that's years. literally like you should be moved in by then you no 100 so like, <laughs> percent on love
1: is blind standards you should be thinking about having kids
2: Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. like holy shit we're not getting any oh, other yeah more. that's good <laughs> like literally
1: um i think okay, it's, maybe we i should agree this to red flag I, I agree that it's like a yellow should... slash red flag because honestly if he's not willing to give you his weekend times like what the fuck or you have to have the yeah. conversation of like, what are we? Like, what are we doing? Am I just like this like yeah. booty call? Are we just playing house or are we getting more serious? Because if a guy yeah, if a guy isn't making me breakfast on a Saturday morning, is if he's not taking a fucking walk with me in the park, actually that never happens. I don't know what I'm saying, but I was like a walk in the
0: park. You're not like <laughs> that's cute, but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. like no, you're just and gonna also, take me it's to a dinner. A red flag. It's a little bit of a red flag on her end, too, to not have the conversation. Why aren't you communicating your feelings to be like, bro, wait, I need
1: you on the weekend. Well, because we always play <laughs> we the cool just, girl. Like, a lot the but I feel like because girls typically, like I do this, I play the cool girl. I like don't want to like. I don't do it for long. There's a
0: point where I won't. <laughs> I only go- Three months is too long to play cool girl. <laughs> just kidding. I did it for eight months. <laughs>
2: Oh my God. I wish I could be the cool girl. I am immediately like, okay, so like, what are like your future plans? Like what benefits do you have? Like, where do you see yourself? Like, would you marry me tomorrow? Like, I'm like, I want to like get in there. I understand no social boundaries. Yeah, no. <laughs> see, I'm the
1: opposite. Like if, if a guy doesn't respond to my text in four hours, I'm like spazzing out over here. But when he's like, oh, sorry, I was taking a nap. I'm like, oh, no worries. Like I was busy. I didn't, Yeah. I didn't notice. As I'm like, I need a Xanax literally. <laughs> I'm gonna <say> it, please. <laughs> um, we that. have one last one. one so the guy that i'm dating is the founder of a successful company and hangs out with a wealthy social circle in new york city he's very kind but i think he might be a show off for example he subtly name drops celebrities he hangs out with and recently he couldn't stop talking about the industry awards that he had won is it a red flag or is he just sharing life updates with me
2: no, I think that's a red flag. Right? Yeah. He's insecure. It's giving. It's giving. Sucking my own D. Like <laughs> it's like giving. Like like mm, like like you know, look at me. Like, yeah. You know, like I can't. Like like I name dropping to me. Like as soon as someone name drops, I'm like ew. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just like
0: ew. <laughs> yeah. It's one thing to be excited about like life things that are happening to you, but it's like being boastful about it or like doing it to make yourself feel better, I'm like, ooh, you can kind of tell when that energy is there. I feel
2: like a lot of rich guys do that too. Like like, I've met like the rich New York City folk. Like I like totally understand the type of guy she's talking about. And like there's guys that are either so humble, you would never know that they have money. And then there's guys that are like, oh, me and Kim Kardashian hung out the other day. Like, you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, like you're so cool, you know? Um, It's like, so
1: I think that's a red flag. I know the type of person she's talking about. Yeah. Those were the red flag situations. And I think we thought they were all red flags. (laughs) Yeah. I think a red flag is if you
2: have to wonder if something is a red flag, I feel like it might be a red flag. Like think, you know, I think I think it's pretty. Unless you have like crippling anxiety, like myself, yeah. but like you know, I feel like for the average folk, like if you're yeah. like is this flag, like it, it really could be.
0: Yeah, your intuition is right. It is, and you should leave.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly, hundred percent. But I feel like there's so many me- like we've normalized red flags so much that like these Mm -hmm. men out here think they can just be like a walking red flag and we'll think that they have nothing wrong with them. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I'm just
2: like, bro, you know, (laughs) I'm like, as women, we have to stand together. And when they start doing this shady shit, we all have to be like, absolutely not. And put them in their place. <laughs> they stopped doing this shit. <laughs>
0: I'm dead. Oh my God. You're such a ball of energy and you're so fun. I love it. But okay, I have through. one last question for you, Carousel. What is next for you? What are your goals? Like, what does your
1: future look like? That was three questions. <laughs> so
2: I've been doing. That was literally three questions. Sorry. (laughs) So I have um, been doing music. I'm actually releasing a single on August 11th. Oh my God, congratulations. What's it called? It's called called Your Side of the Story. Um, I have like my entire like Heartbreak album coming out um, in September. So this is a single from that. Um, I did a poll on Instagram. I was like, do you want more of an angry kind of song or more of like a sad I miss you song? And, you know, Instagram chose violence. They want the angry like song. So I, like, chose violence. I think it's a lot of fun. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's very pop punk. It's very fun. Um, you know, and I feel like we've all been able to like relate to that at some point where it's yeah. like, you know. Um, but yeah, and other than that, I've been on tour with my band for the summer. Um, we're going to be playing shows all over the Mid-Atlantic until September 30th. And then I go back to Oregon, which is my home right now. So I um, yeah, I got I got a few more weeks of being on the East Coast and playing music, and then I'm releasing some of my original music. So it That's should be so fun. Exciting!
0: <laughs> how can people find you on uh, like How can people find your music?
2: So um, I am on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can stream music. Um, it's just under Carousel, which is my name. That's also my handle for TikTok and Instagram um just carousel <laughs> love that amazing nice and simple
1: <laughs> thank you so yes, much for coming, coming on good. out of the pods it was so amazing talking to you you like deepy said you are like a breath of fresh air you are so energetic um this was so fun talking to you but we wish you the best and we hope you come back soon yeah,
2: yeah, it's so, it so nice to finally meet you now oh, always a pleasure talking to you Lord. um thank you guys so much for thinking of me and having me
0: As always, we love, love, love getting all your questions and comments, so please continue sending them to our Instagram page at Out of the Pods.
1: And make sure you leave a review and subscribe because you don't want to miss interviews like this one. See you next Monday.
0: Bye.